Welcome once again to Lato's Law. Here's Steve Lato. I played Little League Baseball for a few years as a young person. And then later on, as a thankless task, I umpired a couple games, just a couple games. And luckily, I wasn't signed to a long-term contract or anything for that, so I got out of it as quickly as I could. It's one of the most thankless tasks on earth, and it's gotten worse. It's gotten worse. Now, I, I hate to be the old person out here shaking his fist at the clouds saying, you know, times have changed, but they have. When I played Little League Baseball, the parents did not yell at the umpires. The parents didn't. Parents would come to the games, they'd talk to us afterwards, but they weren't yelling at the umpires. And I've heard more and more stories about this recently, and this is disturbing. But uh, out of Massachusetts, the headline is, Umpires quit Little League after harassment by parents and coaches. And I'm going to tell you right now, in Major League Baseball, a coach can go out or a manager can go out and yell at an umpire. And the crowd loves it. In Little League, a manager should not go out and scream and yell at the umpire like he thinks he's on national TV in the um, you know World Series. Okay, that, that is inexcusable. The coach should be setting an example for the kids. And sportsmanship should be one of the priorities being taught to children. Okay, so... Being yelled at by parents and coaches, the umpires said, fine, we're out of here. And they all quit, all of them. <laughs> so from mystateline.com, John Clark, uh, a little league in Massachusetts will enter the playoffs without officiating after the umpires were threatened by parents and coaches. So it's been listed as both threats and harassment. According to CBS News, the president of the Greater Taunton Amateur Baseball Umpire Association, the GTABUA, the umpires received profanity, verbal harassment. I'm going to meet in the parking lot, and uh, it gets overbearing when it starts to affect the kids, and the kids see it. That's a line crosser right there. So they're getting threatened. So after a recent game, parents harassed two umpires after they called a playback after the batter connected for a two-run double. Umpires ruled that they did not put the ball in play, and the batter was then struck out. And so I actually did some research on this particular play. And what happened was one of the umpires signaled to hold up, and another umpire saw it, hold up, and for whatever reason, the pitcher threw the ball. The ball is not in play. That, there's no question about that. The ball is not in play. Kid swings. And connects, and the ball goes flying. Kids are all running around. The umpire's like, hey, 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 hey. You know, no play here. Ball's not in play. So they all reset, and the kid strikes out. And now everybody's bent because they're like, hey, hey, he, he hit a double. That's not fair. Well, among other things, he may have hit the double partly because when the umpire does this, the infielders all relax thinking, oh, there's not a play here. For whatever reason, the pitcher didn't see it. But can you imagine if you threw the ball, kid didn't swing, and the umpire said, oh, strike three. The parents would now be screaming, going, hey, you did this. You said there's no play. What's going on there? So parents and coaches became verbally abusive during the handshake line. Think of the irony. The handshake line is something they do in an attempt to teach good sportsmanship. As they're going through that line, Parents and coaches become verbally abusive. Two parents 
threatened to attack them in the concession stand and later in the parking lot, one of the umpires said. So we threatened to call police, and one gentleman pulled the other gentleman away and said, you're lucky because this guy is a cop. (laughs) As soon as we got in the parking lot, that gentleman was out there waiting for us, and more people followed us out and continued to accost us, start a fight, and call us names. So they're being followed out to the parking lot. And that's completely inappropriate. Completely. So the Umpire Association responded by suspending all officiating in the league. They said, that's it. We're done. We're done. And so the head of this is, I'm not sending anyone over there that can be in harm's way. Little League has a code of conduct that you sign every year as a parent about how you are going to act on the field. And by the way, the fact that Little League's even got to do that shows you how sad this is. Because how the parents act on the field, parents shouldn't be on the field. Now, that could just be a reference to how they behave in the stands. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. But in response, the league said it had suspended all involved parties and offered to hire police or remove fans entirely. But the umpiring association said no. Not going to do it. So they've actually offered to have games where there will be no one spectating because the parents are so out of control, we can't let any of them in here. Think about how crazy that is. Umpires and the league are set to meet with the mayor to try and come up with a solution. And so I, I can tell you that I remember when I was in Little League and occasionally, occasionally we'd you know, yell some taunts at the other side, maybe. And uh, it was tame stuff. And I remember once or twice getting upset with an umpire making a call that we perceived as bad. And, you know, we'd get upset by that. And I remember, I, I, can, tell you, I can tell you all the names of the kids I played literally with. I can tell the names of the coaches. But I'm not going to bore you with that stuff. But our coach, if he had a problem would walk out and ask the umpire, excuse me, can I ask you a question? Why did you rule it that way? And by approaching it politely, the umpire would say, oh, here's why I ruled that way. And tell him. And he'd come back and coach would tell us, well, here's what the umpire saw. And he'd tell us that. That was it. Now, I remember seeing bad parents later, but not at Little League. I saw them in the Babe Ruth League later on watching games. It's another story altogether. But I had a friend who was an umpire. Uh, and I was out of Little League. And my friend was umpiring Little League. And one day he approached me and said, Steve, I'm going to be on vacation. I'm going to miss a few games. Can you cover for me? And I said, uh, sure. I, I've never umpired before, but I mean, I watched enough games. I know the rules. And um, the thing about it is, is that I met with the people who run the league. And, and after they spoke, they said, okay, fine. We, we'll let you umpire some games. And I think I umpired three games or four. And I remember after the first game saying, okay, you don't want to do this again. (laughs) You've agreed to do three or four. But that's it. At the end of this little run of, of, of umpiring, you're done, unless something changes dramatically. And I can tell you right now that one of the problems with being an umpire is umpires know the rules better than the coaches often did. And I know that from personal experience. And so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lay down some, some rulemaking for you here regarding Little League Baseball. Now, this might not be 100% the same for Major League Baseball, but for instance, in Little League, 
in a game where you've got one umpire, because back then we only had one umpire per game behind the plate called ball strikes, also called all the base calls, and fair and foul balls. I'm going to give you an example that involves fair and foul balls. So I hope you understand baseball and know what I'm talking about. So let's suppose there's a batter up, and the batter swings and connects, and the ball goes sailing down the third baseline. Okay? If the ball goes foul, if the ball goes foul, you will call that a foul ball, but it does not become a foul ball until a couple things happen. So let's back up and just say the guy or gal takes a swing and the ball goes down the third baseline. If it hits the ground in fair territory and stays in fair territory, it's a fair ball. If it hits the ground and bounces foul, before passing third base, it's a foul ball. A bunch of things like that. A bunch of weird rules. So not going to get heavily into that. But if you, let's suppose the batter launches one down the third baseline, way up in the air, and it's certainly got enough distance to it where it's going to get into the outfield, but it could be fair or foul. First of all, you do not call fair or foul or anything unless the ball comes down and hits the ground. If it hits the ground foul, it is therefore a foul ball, and the umpire calls it foul. The umpire will actually call it foul and will actually go like this with their hands. Foul ball. That's the call. That's the hand motion. And a lot of people don't know this. In football, they've got all kinds of different symbols and so on. They've actually got a lot of those for umpires, but most people either don't think about it or they're just so used to seeing it that they don't really you know, consciously uh, process it. But if the ball hits in foul territory, the umpire calls it a foul ball. And they do that because base runners will start running, all kinds of stuff's going to start happening if it was a fair ball. However, somebody launches one down the third baseline, it goes over third base and hits in fair territory and now bounces into foul territory but stays in play. That is a fair ball. Umpires do not call fair balls. Umpire will point, but not say anything. So if you are a player who knows the rules, if you don't hear the call, foul ball, and it's hit the ground, that's a fair ball. Now, if you want to, you can look at the umpire, and the umpire will be pointing. And he's pointing to the space between the lines, which is fair territory. That is a fair ball, but is not verbally called thus. Okay? So foul ball is called, fair ball is not. And so I umpired one game, and I was following that rule. And there was a fair ball, and I was pointing, but the ball had rolled into the foul territory, but was still in play. And the runners were rounding the bases. And the defensive team's coach, the fielding team's coach, uh, yelled to me, hey, ump, is that fair or foul? And I'm doing this, and I look over at him, and I go, it's fair. That's what that means. It's fair. And the guy starts screaming at me about how I'm wrong. Now, this is in the time before cell phones and the internet and all that stuff. And I didn't have a copy of the rule book on me. So I just went over after the play stopped. And I said, just to let you know, if it's a foul ball, I'll call it immediately. Except if it's still in the air. I won't call it in the air because we don't know where it's going to land, right? The second it's foul and it can be ruled foul, I will call it foul, put my hands up and call it foul. 
If it's fair, I say nothing and I point the infield. Okay, that's a fair ball. Guy was going nuts, screaming and yelling. I said, dude, go look it up. That's, that's the rules. So the second game I umpire, one of these coaches, it's not both the same teams, but it's one of the same teams. It's the same team with that coach. So occasionally before a game starts, you call the coaches out and you have a little ground rule meeting. And it made sense here because the field we're playing on had the foul lines drawn with the white chalk and there were no lines drawn for out of play. But there was a backstop. So I called the coaches up and I said, guys, just to let you know something. Okay, and remember, I'm a 16-year-old kid talking to adults. And I suspect that both of these fathers have got kids on the team. And uh, I go, guys, this field, as you may notice, has foul lines drawn in chalk, does not have out-of-play lines. Okay? I said, but there's field over there. It's, it's not, there's no obvious place where the out-of-play starts or ends, but it is an imaginary line here because the backstop points in the correct direction on the, on the outer edges. I said, uh, here's what I'm going to tell you right now. I'm going to follow the rule, that as, as in the rule book, that if it's a foul ball, I will call it foul when it's appropriate to do so. So you'll hear me call foul ball. If a ball is fair, I will not say anything. I will simply point fair. However, if the ball is fair or foul, I don't care which, if the ball crosses the out-of-play line, and I think it's important, I will yell, ball is out of play, and I'll stop the play because the ball is out of play. And then we'll figure out if people get bases and so on. I go, do you guys both understand what I'm saying and why I'm telling you this? And the one guy is thinking to himself, you're telling me this because I argued with you last time. The other guy's like, sure, I understand. I go, would you please go and explain that to your, to your, to your kids? Please explain that to them. It's kind of like the ground rules for this particular park, okay? But by the way, the original rule is just actually how the rules are. You call foul balls. You do not call fair balls. Point, but not verbally. And so anyways, wouldn't you know it? Wouldn't you know it? Fourth or fifth inning in, getting late in the game, close game, and there's a bunch of people on base, and batter clobbers the ball down the third baseline, and it, boun- it, it bounces in the outfield, fair, bounces foul, and then rolls perfectly down <laughs> just inside the out-of-play line. And so I called it fair, and with my eye on the runners, make sure nothing's happening over here, I walk over to the fence, and I'm looking down the line, and the ball stopped one foot short of being out of play. And I'm pointing that it's a fair ball. And wouldn't you know it, same coach, of course, yells, hey, ump, is that ball fair or foul? <laughs> and I decided to break the rule. I go, it's fair and it's in play. I put my arm down. <laughs> Inside the park home run. Uh, you know, but I, I hate to see games that appear to be determined by officiating. I hate to see bad calls, and I hate to even see controversial calls. But once in a while, they, you have to make them. Who'd have thought that some guy's going to hit the ball like that? I think there may have been two outs, but, you know, doesn't matter. The point is the ball is perfectly fair, stayed in play, and the runners are running, and the coach is yelling, hey, is that a fair ball? 
Well, if I didn't yell foul, it's fair. Besides that, you treat them all like they're fair, right? That's that's something you should teach your kids. I think the left fielder was just kind of dawdling his way over. They're kind of like, well, I don't know. It looks like it's foul to me. <laughs> okay, son, that's not how it works. So it is a thankless task. I think I got paid a couple bucks a game. But I heard that some of these umpires are volunteers literally not getting paid. If they ain't getting paid, I wouldn't put up with this nonsense. Not at all. What? what? Why would you do that? And so it is unfortunate. Uh, so we'll see what happens. But this is going on in Massachusetts from WTVO and MyStateLine.com. John Clark wrote the story, and it is a sign of our times. But umpires have quit Little League, all of them in one league, after harassment by the parents and the coaches. Questions or comments, put them below. Let's talk to you later. Bye-bye. Thank you for watching Lato's Law. Edit your life frequently and ruthlessly. It's your masterpiece after all.